So before, before you have an opportunity to have another conversation, um, I'd like to just take a little bit of time to continue talking about obstacles uh, on the spiritual path for those of us who are students of the Dharma. And this is just a very pithy uh, summation of some of, the, some of the obstacles. My hunch is that on this healing path, there are boundless ways to feel well and to free oneself. And there are probably equally boundless ways to feel a sense of struggle right? or, or some difficulty. And so we're just going to touch on a few in the spirit of appreciating the psychological content of some of these primary struggles. And so the first one, as you can see, uh, is the potential struggle with what I'm calling the twin fears of abandonment and engulfment that can, can get reawakened, can be stirred in meditation. The twin fears of abandonment and engulfment. Okay, so what do I mean by that? It, it has occurred to me that for people who, who are drawn to this tradition, um, in part because it is the first place where they accessed feelings of relative well-being, right? where they felt viscerally, internally unburdened in some new way. This is not uncommon because the tradition does have extraordinary methods for, for freeing ourselves, right? freeing the ensnarement of problematic beliefs and repetitive patterns of mind, right? entrenched ways of navigating life. And um, I have noticed that um, there, there are many of us who may have had a history of some shakiness in our relational experience. Right? To use more clinical term, some insecurity of attachment. Right? Not, not experiencing caregivers as being steadily reliable. Not perfectly, because no caregiver is perfectly reliable. But the proverbial Winnicottian good enough caregiver Right, who brings their humanness to the caregiving and, and can somehow knit together for a child a feeling of relative safety and security. There are many people who come to the Dharma who have not had such an experience, where the attachment is um, informed by anxiety, Right? informed by the experience of a needed other being inconsistently available, right? inconsistently attentive, caring, loving. Bowlby and Ainsworth and others 
referred to the fallout of this experience as an anxious ambivalent attachment style. Right? And, and I think there are many people who have had caregivers who for all sorts of reasons kind of flit in and out of being present, right? Which can understandably generate huge fears of abandonment and loss. It's not just the overt loss of a parent going away right, due to death or some estrangement, but the mental loss of the caregiver who is sometimes there, right, really seeing a child and sometimes clearly dissociated or distracted right, elsewhere mentally. So if that experience is woven into somebody's inner working model of relationship, when they start to tap into the feeling of emotional, visceral, felt safety that is often accessed, maybe especially in early stages of the Dharma and spiritual practice, right, where there's almost a sense of total and blissed out revelation that it was possible, right, to work with the breath, to notice what's arising, to be with people who are kind, to be in a community that's welcoming, and feel like they're tapping into some actual genuine well-being. Right? But if they stick with the practice, then the well-being right, will, will eventually also revive feelings of instability, right? grief, right? loss. Right? That, that will come up either because of something that happens with a teacher or in a community where the, you know, that steady experience of well-being is interrupted. Right? It's, it's not necessarily a hugely problematic experience. It's just some, you know, to, to use a polyvagal term, some biological rudeness. Right? The, the nervous system is sensing, <laughs> okay, I thought these people were perfect. It turns out they have their problems, their neuroses. <sighs> right? So that, that earlier fear of abandonment can get stirred. But interestingly, often the fear of abandonment and the fear of engulfment go together. Right? And this, not always, but often, this has something to do, again, with um, either vacillating conditions in a growing child's experience or different attachment styles with different caregivers. Right? So I'll just finish the thought and then it's going to be, so one, one caregiver is intermittently available Another caregiver needs too much from the child or is conveying their well-being is contingent upon closeness with a child. 
Or it might be one parent who sometimes is distracted and is sometimes there conveying, I need you. Don't go too far. Right. And this, this seesaw of being afraid of loss or being afraid of getting consumed, pulled into somebody else's orbit or a community's orbit, it can get stirred in spiritual practice. Right? It has something to do with clearing the mind, as Barbara was saying, so that the deeper layers have more room to be felt. And it also sometimes, as I was just saying, can be triggered by interpersonal experience in, in spiritual